So the Taliban's higher-ups are telling the foot soldiers, no more having so much fun, behave, stop taking selfies. Okay, go to the amusement park, ride the rides, right on. Go ahead and pet that deer at the park, it's fine, do what you want, but behave yourself like good Taliban foot soldiers. In Florida, the new Surgeon General, Joseph A. Ladapo, he's abandoning COVID mania, which is basically putting one cultural or societal threat way above all the other real threats in society and only focusing on that one and creating policy around that, called COVID mania. Joseph A. Ladapo is saying, I'm abandoning using COVID mania as a tactic to create policy. And did Joe Biden really exempt all of Congress from vaccine mandates? Because I saw a meme, and we all know how accurate those memes are. So I'm going to have other stories for you, like all of the parents that have been lost to COVID. There is now this new story about all these orphans, if you will, COVID orphans. We want to get into that story and also put it into perspective with all the other ways orphans are created. There's also a birthday shout out at the end. I'll get to that. And really the solutions are always the same. Always, always the same. We have the power. I'm going to break it down to you why the left is not the enemy, why the right is not the enemy, and why even though they wholeheartedly believe each other is the enemy, that they actually need one another. This is one of those romantic, timeless Taoist stories. Let's get into it. Smash that like button, do the rest of the dance, and take this microdose of infinity. back to Waking Infinity Microdoses. Let's hop into it. Now, the Taliban foot soldiers are being told, stop having so much fun. Stop misbehaving and acting like little children. Stop acting like your childhood was taken away from you. They took the capital of Afghanistan quite easy. No resistance whatsoever. And what did they do? They started going to the amusement parks. They started going to the zoo. They started taking selfies. They started wrestling. They started having fun like adults who realize that life should be a little bit more fun. It's pretty interesting. Let's take a look at this story. I used to infiltrate in to gather intelligence or to shoot people we were targeting, said Safiullah Masood, a 24-year-old from the province of Wardak at the City Park Amusement Center with a gang of Taliban friends wanting to go on the swinging pirate boat ride. I'm happy that people are enjoying a peaceful life here now. They're acting like kids. They have smiles on their faces. Can we put this into a little bit of perspective? Okay, it's the Taliban. Okay, they're also bandying around these semi-automatic weapons that we probably gave them. I get all of that. I get all the nuances. When you see American soldiers walking around with their guns, does that trigger you as much? No, probably not you, an American, but if you were to live in one of these countries that has an American occupation and you didn't want it, and nobody in your country really wanted it except the higher-ups who were getting paid to want it, would you be triggered by an American brandying one of those weapons? Probably. So let's try and see that we're all children of God or the universe or whatever words you want to put on it and see that these Taliban children and young adults are having fun. Let's put that into perspective. They're humans too. And they're saying, yeah, we used to go in to murder people. 
Now we're going in and finding what's fun and finding, yeah, we can scavenge a few things and pet some of these animals at the zoo and have the childhood we were never allowed to have because most of their lives, if you remember, when we went into Afghanistan, it's quite some time ago. These were little, little kids when the U.S. first showed up. And then now what? Now they're full adults, we're gone, and they're having fun at the zoo. Let's put that in perspective. I think that's kind of all right. Even in the book Blowback, Chalmers Johnson writes, both the Afghan and Iraq wars resulted in easy American victories, but both soon erupted as guerrilla struggles of attrition. Experience has shown that high-tech armed forces, such as those of the United States, are inappropriate, overly blunt instruments against terrorists and guerrillas. What was called for at the time would have been international police cooperation to hunt down the terrorists and changes in foreign policy to separate active militants from their passive supporters whose grievances need to be addressed. That's right. Blowback is a CIA term that basically is explaining when you do something overseas and even 10 to 20 years later, something comes back on you, your chickens come home to roost, that's blowback. All right, let's get into the story out of Florida. I talked to the governor and there are a few things that we're going to keep in mind as we approach public health here in the state of Florida. So the first is that we are, Florida will completely reject fear as a way of making policies in, uh, in public health. So we're done with fear. We're not, that's been something that's been unfortunately a centerpiece of health policy in the United States ever since the beginning of the pandemic, and it's over here. Expiration date, it's done. So we are, we are uh, we're, we're compassionate, we get it. You know, there are scary things. We've seen a lot of fear from COVID over the past, almost past year and a half, and it's very understandable. But the way to approach that is not from, uh, from a place of fear because it doesn't lead to good decisions. And we've seen a lot of that where the risks and benefits of decisions haven't been considered. You see, the reason why fear drives policy is because it really does benefit some people. Some people, not most people. So COVID orphans, let's take a look at this. It's pretty interesting because they are saying something that is very valid. There are children that have lost parents due to COVID. However, let's also put this into perspective with the rest of what the news isn't talking about right now. How many people, how many children are orphaned due to their parents having heart disease? Well, if you take a look at 2020, 4.55 million people in the world died due to COVID. How many died due to heart disease? Over 17 million. How many due to cancer? Over 10 million. How many due to the flu? Well, it's almost like the flu completely disappeared. There's only 700 deaths from 2020 to 2021 compared to previous years where it was 290 to 650,000 people. So that's an interesting story. Final one. Did Joe Biden really exempt all of Congress from vaccine mandates because that would really upset a lot of people. And there's this meme going around saying that, oh, he absolutely did. But here's the thing. There's the executive branch of which Joe Biden is at the top. He is commander in chief. He is of the executive branch. And then there is the legislative branch, Congress. And then the Supreme Court is the judicial branch. All right. 
Joe Biden in the executive branch is not allowed to mandate things for Congress. He has no sway over that. That's part of the whole checks and balances of, you know, the government when you're supposed to learn about it back in school and all these checks and balances, how we don't turn this country into the same tyrannical monarchies that we used to have in the past. Well, that's why Joe Biden cannot mandate anything for Congress, no matter what it is. Congress, for the most part, one in five people haven't gotten the vaccine, which means four out of five people in Congress have gotten the vaccine. So they're doing it on their own, upwards of 80%. So when you see memes like this, understand that it's the framing of it. And so let's just hop right into the solutions. I'm almost getting sick of doing the news. I do it because I realize there's an aspect of my own character development. I'm trying not to have these buggy eyes and tell you about everything that Alison McDowell is talking about. Another thing that I'm also trying to do is show you that news doesn't have to be what you see it as. News can be anything you want. That's why I started up the stories and this is a microdose that's going to go a little long. But the bottom line is the solutions are really the same thing that even the Dow will say. As much as you try and push against the things you disagree with. So if you're not for all the you know lockdowns, all the mandates, all that stuff, you're pushing back against the other side that's really pushing for the lockdowns and for the mandates. Now, can one side ever win over the other? Well, not if you watch Legend of Korra. You'll realize that in Legend of Korra, which is a carry-on from the Avatar series, that there is a light spirit and a dark spirit, and they've been battling for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years. Aeons, they've been battling. And one cannot destroy the other. They can always battle, but they cannot destroy the other. If one is actually destroyed, it will start growing inside the other. That is exactly what the left-right paradigm is. And it's not just left-right politics. I mean the left and right hemisphere of the brain, the left and the right hemisphere of the body. All of these things, when you're walking and you have gait cycle, do you realize that you are in controlled imbalance? You're pushing off of one and then back on the other, off of one, back on the other. If you would only have one leg, it'd be very easy to just fall over on one side. But the way that this thing seems to go is these are the dueling dragons. We always have these things that we would call our opposition, our other. And for the most of us, when we see the other as being the enemy, the problem, the reason why freedom is being eroded, it's very easy to see those who are calling for mandates as the ones who are attacking our freedom. That socialism is the problem, or capitalism is the problem, or Trump is the problem. No, Biden is the problem, right? We always have these people, and the news helps us put all of our frustration of this endless dance of the dueling dragons that seem to be enemies, but one needs the other. You cannot have one without the other. And the news helps us place it into that person, place it into that camp, put it over into that country, into these people who look like that, or into that gender who looks like that. We always have these ideas of who's to blame for us not feeling safe, feeling free. For the most part, a lot of people that I know that are afflicted by what they're seeing on the news, if they were to put down their phone, they wouldn't be feeling the same way. 
You realize that. However, for me saying this, I have to automatically say what the opposite is because I had an amazing guy, Josh Trent, Wellness Force. He hits me up on Instagram and he's like, dude, I'm sorry about blowing up your DM, but this stuff is boiling my blood. And I say, yeah. But here's how I said it at first. I basically went off into Winnie the Pooh, Dow land saying like, oh, there's a balance to everything and yada, yada. And I went airy fairy on him. And he was like, yeah, but you know what? This anger is also very valid. And I wasn't not saying it. I was just basically saying, just remember, there is a balancing point. And he's like, I know there's a balancing point. And guess what? This is what fuels my love. And I'm like, you know what's interesting about that is as much as I was speaking what I felt I would need in that moment if my blood were boiling, because I've started to put down my phone and ignore some of this stuff or just not invest myself emotionally in it. However, would that be balanced if everyone did what I did? I don't think so. I think we need others to let their blood boil, to look at it all the time. Even when I'm taking a break, they must. And they're afflicted by that. So they need to take their break and then me and the others who have completely disengaged from it need to pick up that torch and run it. This is a relay race. It's never ending and it all has to do with our understanding of what freedom, love, liberty, togetherness, community, all those things mean inside the human body politic. That's super important. I won't go off too deeply on that. What I do want to say is I'm going to get very deep in this over at benjosephstewart.com. I'm also going to play you some of my music to show you exactly where I'm headed to introduce art into this world. It's kind of comedic. I think you'll like it. I really dig it. I started putting it on, uh, one of them showed up on um, Tim Pool's After Hours show on his member section. But go over to benjosephstewart.com, become a member, sign up so you get the deeper dives, and that's all the content that is exclusive to benjosephstewart.com. You can also get it on Patreon, join the Discord chat, and Samina, Sammy, October 7th, you have a birthday. A very good friend of yours hit me up and said, I have a friend that really likes this show and she would be floored if you could mention this birthday. So, I'm not only going to mention the birthday, I'm going to sing the motherfucker. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sammy or Samina, whichever one you like. Happy birthday to you.